recording. And Mary's here. Who's here? Mary? Mary. I didn't hear that, but hey. Mary. Well, uh, anyone have any questions tonight? Oh, and let me mute all really quick. Sorry. Yeah. Get that done. Okay, go ahead and unmute. Yeah, does anyone have any questions? Krishnan has a question. Yeah, I do. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, all right. Oh, do you want me to ask it now? I see you, yes. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul. Well, hope you're well. Um, a couple of questions. Um, the first one was about... A couple of questions. Oh, is that okay? <laughs> Let's start with one. Hopefully that Let's will end. First one. Let's start with the first one. So the first one, because I'm, I'm starting to obviously notice subtle changes in consciousness and a, a silence that's starting to pervade more aspects of my life. And um, I find myself now in a bit of a social dilemma <laughs> uh, when I'm speaking to friends who would previously engage and bait my ego and I would get involved. I find that this silence is starting to creep in into our conversations where I just listen to them, but I don't provide them with the, the fodder to, um, you know, I don't, those kind of social adjuncts, conversational adjuncts, which, you know, the oohs, the ahs, or you're reacting in the way, oh, really? Oh, wow, fucking hell. You know, I, I just stay silent. And I prefer to stay silent, but the thing is it creates an air of awkwardness when I speak to them and they're like, is anybody there? <laughs> but I, I feel like, do I just play the game or, you know, or, you know, because they are good friends, but I just feel I don't have the level of interest in the act, in, in the conversations that, that I used to get involved in. And, you know, I can, I can feel that like I probably won't end up having any friends. <laughs> <laughs> which which I don't, I don't mind but it's um yeah it's it's are you walking that tightrope so um I, I wanted to know whether you could um speak to that in any way um well yeah this is you know when something shifts it's it can it can sometimes be uh, a reaction to it can be expressed as in in a dualistic way so you go into the silence and then it it reconfigures and you start talking and whatever yeah it just shook up and so it it takes it just uh regroups and then you yeah yeah all those things don't stay uh usually they don't stay a certain way they just have one reaction and then it settles into another yeah yeah it's difficult because your whole story, the head's whole story, uh, is very fragile. And then when a sufficient amount of it, like an iceberg, you know, a big chunk falls off. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? The iceberg has, a, has an identity crisis, so to speak. Yeah. So, but it doesn't... Uh, yeah, it all it all works well. Like when I was in recovery, you know, maybe at the beginning I was more trying to proselytize, and then I got 
familiar with it and uh, realize what I am is going to speak louder than what I say. So I didn't really pronounce clearly there is no self or anything like, like that. But I, I got in the feminists of recovery meetings yeah yeah so I in other words it became sophisticated I knew how to be in Rome with the Romans yeah yeah so it's just implying that something has moved so and also there hasn't consciousness hasn't changed it's things in that you're conscious of have changed yeah 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 Yes. There's no, yeah, not a change in consciousness. There's, yeah, there's a change that you're conscious of now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that's a better way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. So, and there'll be more. Yeah, there'll be more changes. And uh, you know how people, when they get this idea, you get it on one level and then the head gets it also in its own level. And so the head is, is looking for an advantage from understanding non-duality for self and then the when the message hit home it's it's silence and whatever and more of an acceptance and you can they both can happen at the same time because one is of a timeless nature the other is a time activity yeah so the head is trying to see what it can get out of this non-duality and then it usually gets frustrated like the coyote trying to get to the to the tortoise, you know, hoping some of that tortoise flesh and the tortoise just sucked into the shell and then the coyote walks around it for a few minutes, realizes there's no hope and it moves on, yeah? This is sort of what happens with the head. The head likes glittery things, yeah? It likes spiritual bling. It likes things it can do a blog about. And then when it's trying to uh, extract something out of non-duality, it usually dries up and gets bored. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really a, uh, uh, a great time in a sense. Yeah. Because you're not bored, but something's bored. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't, it, you know, it will, it will move on when it realizes it can't get anything out of this shit. Yeah. Really? Because, uh, that's the beauty of non-duality. It's not giving you anything. It's negating a lot of stuff. And it's, its assumption is true, that you are what you're looking for, where most of the mental assumptions aren't true. Yeah, so you're on to something. And uh, there's no mimicking of that in the mental state, the reliability of, of non-duality, yeah? Nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. So there's nothing the mental state can come up with that is like that, yeah, which is great, yeah. So, good, I'm happy to see the spiritual subpoena has been served and, you know, you're going through the court system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. You, you, you've been avoiding it for a long time, so you might as well keep the date and show up and then uh, you'll be so relieved. Yeah, when the charges are dropped. <laughs> if you don't go to court, you'll get a bench warrant, and then you'll have more charges. So you might as well just uh, show up for the spiritual subpoena. <laughs>
I have faith in how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Could I just ask a second? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. This is just a general question. So uh, I was just thinking about art. I get these four o'clock in the morning, uh, morning type epiphanies and or or questions even. And um, I was thinking about a lot, like all art and uh, you know much of our art in society is centered around this conceptual self. You know, like from the stories, the trials and tribulations around the individual. So a lot of creative energy is used to prop up the story of the individual. Now, I'm a creative person. And I think like in terms of when you see through the illusion of the self, separate self, how do you redirect that creative energy? How does, how does. Well, you don't, you don't redirect, you, you don't redirect it. Yeah. The energy uh, we haven't, the energy comes through us. It's not directed by us. What does music look like? What does the content look like? I don't know. You'll find out. Yeah, that's that's the fun of it. I think so. You'll have a true sense that you're being moved. You're not doing the moving. Yeah, and which will go will go completely against the mental narrative. It will. It will be obvious that what's happening, you're not the cause of it, as Paul. Yeah, it's just super clear. And then, uh, and a lot of the, a lot of the assumed flaws, F L O O R S, drop when that starts happening. Yeah, yeah. In other words, your role, you, 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 you don't have a role in a lot of shit, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's cool to me, because it takes a huge amount of pressure off the action figure. Yeah, and the action figure can't breathe it's just contracted and so uh you know the head just jumps on it and demands is demands too much the action figure can't be a chariot of the gods the action figure isn't going to transcend <laughs> it's not there's not a golf course in heaven that you're going to play 18 holes at you're not it's not gonna that's all that's all head constantly inserting itself in everything it ent I, you know dreams about yeah no so uh, you know I've had that feeling since I was young because when I was involved in recovery I saw I could un I could articulate stuff that people had a difficult time understanding right so I re I saw their reactions so I said well, I'll just put myself and make myself available. Seems to be the appropriate thing. Yeah. So that's what happened. I started sharing in recovery. And then I was, there was the other adventures that were happening, but I'd always stay in recovery. And uh, what was coming through me sure changed its tune quite a lot. Yeah. But it never, the recognition, who was the source or what was the source of it never got uh, confused, yeah. And I could feel if I was willing or if I just arrive at a certain situation, I was going to be put to use. And in that being put to use, I found a joy that I couldn't get by trying to grab it and have it and 
you know, wrestle with it and shit. Yeah. And it became a theme of the action figure's life. The action figure did not write that theme. It learned how to dance with it. Yeah. But the theme was not from the action figure. And, uh, you know, after, let's see, 30 years of, uh, you know, hearing that theme in all the tunes that are played, you know, I have a recognition that seems to be, uh, hasn't come up for debate that uh, I'm not a cause of much, yeah? I'm more of a, as an experience, I'm a, ref, a, a reaction and an, ex, an, an expression and an observation, really. That's what this is. But, uh, and I have no interest to know what, who, what is the cause that I don't care about. Yeah. I just know that I'm not as I'm taking myself to be. Yeah. End of story. And then move on. To, you know, and, uh, that's what's happened with my, uh, this little journey as Paul. I hit certain points and like in, even in recovery, I didn't know this, but I realized I could be convinced which I, did, I didn't know before. But I got struck sober, and something informed me of things that were true in my life that were, I was in an act of denial about. And it just made a complete uh, statement, and it's never changed ever since. You know, I'm not managerial quality, and I'm fucked, basically. And so those two things became another, you know, a basis of another theme for the last 30 something years. Yeah? Yeah. So I'll, what happens is, watch, you see, this isn't about the action figure giving up desires because the action figure and desires are, are they go together, so to speak, yes? It's realizing you're not the action figure that has desires. So this is not giving up desires. It's giving up the one who thinks they have to give up desires. Yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's a much cleaner. Uh, it doesn't take any time to give up what you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, you don't have to, the moving vans don't have to come in. It's, it's not true. So basically, uh, what gets negated are the assumed facts that we've been living based on and as, and then the facts become obvious. Not like they became facts, they have been, but now they become obvious facts because we've seen the assumptions that were taken to be facts aren't true. Yeah. To the point that there's a clarity that they're never true. It's not like they aren't true this time, but they could be, no, it gets to a point where there's a completion, yeah? Yeah, they're never true because of the basis, yeah? So it's not like there's some truth in dreaming. No, all there is is dreaming, yeah? And so with the definition of dreaming, it's not true in a sense because there's something that is true that's a counterpoint to the dreaming, so to speak, yeah? Not Paul. Paul is the idea of the dreamt, but the I am of us, yeah? So you, you can see from there, because you are seeing from there. So there's no Herculean 
seven challenges set up. Yeah, it's just something that hasn't been noticed yet is completely obvious. Yeah. And so that's why we try to harp on the negation of duality. We're not trying to describe as clear as possible the indescribable. If you want to describe as clear as possible uh, about the indescribable, you don't say a freaking thing. Yeah, it's indescribable. That's as clear as you can get. Yeah, so I don't want to, I don't care. I heard people and I thought, you know, they were clear as hell. All there is is consciousness and this and that. It didn't go anywhere, really. I'd much rather have a clear description of what I'm not. I would at this point. It made all the difference in the world. It was just a shift in how I saw things. I was, yeah, and the dilemma was not what I was seeing or not seeing, it was how I was seeing things, yeah? The how had to be seen, had to be questioned. Not the seeing or the looking, but the who, yeah? Who is it that's looking? Yeah. So... The self-inquiry of Ramana is probably the greatest skillful means there is when you have a, like, if you're completely concerned about next week and you've got a lot of heaviness on it, to ask who is it that's concerned about next week. Don't even pay any attention about the concerns about next week. Just go to the subject and see if there is one. If there isn't the subject that's concerned about next week, next week will take care of its freaking self. Yes? Uh, just to add with Ramana, uh, Ramana, sorry, Paul, uh, with what you just said about Ramana, the self-inquiry, I, I actually found myself performing self-inquiry on a speaker, I won't mention the name, who was actually very dismissive of Ramana, and I felt a pang of agitation, and then I said, I said, to whom is this panga rising? So the actual self-inquiry that I was using yes, on the actual, which is yeah. a beautiful, <laughs> it inoculates you from actually getting too attached to Ramana as well, because, you know, like Ramana will say, if anyone insults me, look at yourself. If, if there's an agitation happening inside of you, ask who is having that agitation, yes. which is absolutely beautiful. Yes, it is, because <laughs> you would say with the thing, there's a little booklet called Erase the Ego, uh, that I had and I've lost now. Not like the necklace on my neck, but I had it and I lost this little booklet. <laughs> and in the booklet, <laughs> they are, uh, no, maybe it's from, yeah, I think it's from that one. He's, someone's asking him a one question that always arises. Is, is it predetermined or is it free will? Yeah, so then he goes, well, it's so beautiful, really. He says, well, if there's a feeling of individuality, then there's going to be an accompanying feeling of free will. They go hand in hand, yeah? So what a lot of people want to do, they want to, they're, they're jumping over the questioning individuality and they're getting lost in the questioning of free will or predetermination. So he would say the only value of those questions is to see who has those questions. That's where the value lies, yeah? Just because it's not the furniture, it's the floor, it's the rug they're all sitting on. You want to pull out, you want to pull the subjective rug out from underneath the mental assumption because it's not true. So when it falls on its ass, 
there's that moment, you know, and then, uh, and of course, Ramana, I think, in some of his writings, or other people, warn about making self-inquiry like a fucking, you know, business plan, or like a ritual. No, you do it, you know, until, until, until there's that sense of being, and then if the head seems to get motion, ask it again. But the whole point isn't to inquire of self. The whole point is to rest. Yeah? In the, in the I am, in a sense. Yeah. So what's causing that not seemingly possible is the false subject. Yeah? The idea of Paul. You know, comprised as the doer, the thinker, the seer, the hearer, the feeler. Yeah? That's basically the imaginary curtain that's always drawn. Yes? So you can't seem to see because you're looking from you're looking from an imaginary point. Yeah. That's why it always goes that way. It's always a negating of something, not an affirming of something. The what you are is always affirming. It is, yeah. What you're not needs constant affirmation because it ain't. Yeah. So you we want to question that. And the questioning of that is, is a way of negation, so to speak. So to comprise as the great uh, Zen uh, thesis called Faith Mind, the guy just breaks it all down. And at the end, he, said, just yell, he just says, yell out not to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a negation. That's the whole point. Because they saw the fundamental uh, offness of trying to affirm yeah, to affirm you're something that you already are. It's much better to negate that which you're not and find what you already are. It's just a clearer way in my feeling, yeah? Yeah, it is, I feel. Because obviously, to affirm and constantly study what you are as what you are is sort of defeating, isn't it? You study everything you're not, yeah? <laughs> There's no need, yeah? That's why when we study self, we're studying what we're not, yeah? You can't be, you can't study the studying, yeah? You can't get behind it, yeah? There's nothing behind it. That's it, that's what, that's it, yeah? So you negate the assumptions, yeah? And that's all that's necessary. You don't have to start singing songs unless you want to express beauty, yeah, of the of the affirmed. You live from there, yeah? Yeah, and you've always lived from there. Even though you thought you weren't, you are. Yeah, you can't get away from it. <laughs> it's like being a child again, isn't it? As in, huh? It's like being a child again. Yeah, like you know, faith mind, it's very beautiful. And uh, he would do these statements over and over again. And one of them was, you know, you don't have to search for the truth. Just stop cherishing your own opinions, really. Yeah. What? Why? What does, why does my opinions have anything to do with the truth? You're the truth. That's why. <laughs> And while there's a cherishing of opinions, you're in an act of denial of the truth. Yeah. 
even though your, your opinions and your desires are about arriving at the truth. You don't realize you're denying the truth of what you are by wanting to arrive at the truth. Yeah? Because you're the truth. If you don't believe this, this is, you're in the wrong school, you know? You know what I mean? I, I don't want to, if, see, if I walk in and I, I, I'm, I'm at, you know, uh, cooking chef school, and I walk in and there's hammers and nails and saws, I'm in the wrong classroom, that's all. Yeah, I want to go learn how to cook cuisine. Yeah, so this is the point. You know, I would say the assumption of non-duality is, is you are what you're looking for. I mean, that's it. If that's not in agreement, you're off at the basic, uh, and it's no big deal. It's just like, yeah, I don't go to, to a library to buy a chainsaw, you know. It's just as soon as I recognize I'm in the library, I just humbly walk out and go get the chainsaw. Yeah? So... Yeah, bro, you're a good, this thing is going to, you know, you're, you're, you're in the tiger's mouth already. Yes. This what is the thing about, what you were saying about resting in the I am. I call it resting in peace, Paul. I actually think that the rest in peace is actually meant for the living, not for the dead. I think rest in peace, yeah. we use it for the dead. I think it's a term for the living because when I rest in that space, it does feel like you're resting in peace. Well, yeah, and it's also resting in activity and resting in agitation, and resting in time, and resting in space, yeah, because they're not true, so there you go, that's the point, I remember I used to be with this uh, spiritual teacher, a guru, and uh, he would tell, he would tell us, hey, if you can't meditate on Fifth Avenue in New York City, you, if you need a temple, you're missing the whole point, yeah. Peace isn't based on conditions. It should outshine conditions. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, man. Thank you for starting the night off. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. And while we're waiting for another hand. Oh, how come you I know, everyone is doing a service asking in questions, though, because Zoom is sort of like a uh, you got to keep restarting the car, this because it's not a, it's not like a live meeting, so to speak. Yeah. Well, it isn't a live meeting, but in live meetings, once I sat with people, then it would trigger. The Zoom is a little bit of a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I'll mention that there was a, a cool neuro neurological study about creativity, that um, abstract painting was uh, just as involving for the neural neurons of the, the, uh, the one that was looking at the art as it was for the one that created the art. So the, the tried and true stories of just painting a landscape or you know, replicating something immediately made the receiver of the art uh, go relatively dead. <laughs> so that's one, thing, <laughs> that's one thing I've loved about, you know, coming to these talks is like, there's the, the respect of big mind on, on both ends of the, of the communication channels of the communication experience, right? Equality and freedom are respected on both ends. And so there's nothing, no, nothing trite, 
being given and same thing from the receiving end, right? It's, it's participation in a way. Well, it is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The zooms have been, uh, they've blown my mind really, uh, certain effects I've noticed and things and a fondness, you know, I have a fondness for a lot of the squares. Good to see you get some newcomers as opposed to when we sat with you in the <laughs> in the in the live room and you uh <laughs> and you getting uh disappointed at <laughs> the same old faces. <laughs> no. No. I like that also though, because then there's uh you know, there's almost like a groove set, so it's just it's sort of like if you do, let's say, Qi Kung, you know, Chinese exercises, and you do them pretty, you know, when you can. And after, you know, it maybe would take you 15 minutes or so to feel the energy. But now you just get in the first posture and you feel the energy because it's all mind. Yeah. So mind knows what's going to happen before it happens. And you feel what you thought was a result of doing exercises, you feel before you do the exercises. Yeah? Yeah. It all plays with time. It changes everything. But this has a lot to do with habit. Because habit uh, are actions without thoughts. Yeah? Yes? And sometimes that's what these satsangs are. I don't have any thought at all at these talks. <laughs> and it's like a, it's like a really cool uh, <laughs> form of nothing, you know? Yeah, and yet so much happens and you feel so many things. And we've had some people share here that blew my mind. It was incredible. I mean, it was like, uh, like an avalanche, you know? Or like a yodel and the echo over and over. It's very, very sweet. So there's been a... And uh, you couldn't have expected it to come out of any of us, yet it came out of us. Yeah, yeah. That's what's so cool. I don't know why, how it's... How a disagreement occurs. I don't, but I do sense it. Yeah, and uh, people sense it. So we're on to something. I don't think you need to know what. And we just uh, sort of like take this dry shower as much as we can. <laughs> I don't know about that picture. Very refreshing. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the wet shower better, but. Uh, oh, well, this is a dry one, you know. And I knew has hands. This up. is a dry one because you know you're already wet, you see. Ah, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's the beauty of it. Hi, Paul. Uh, How are you? Who's this? This is Anu. Oh, Anu. How are you, Anu? Thank you for your donation. Now, um, just renewing. Anu, keep renewing. I love that. <laughs> um, I want to again, I guess, thank you one more time. Um, I've been feeling so much better um, in the last few weeks, and I noticed whenever the, I have a, a little bit of lightness, there's almost like this weird images suddenly pop into the mind. Somebody's just like saying boo, or the mind is trying to uh, throw in like a really negative images or negative thoughts. But now they're just really funny. It's like, uh, it's like a really cheap 
movie where you have scary images, but they just don't even look real anymore. So a lot of the fear has gone away from um, some of the mental projections that I was experiencing. So um, it's like such a great experience. Thank you so much. Oh, great. That's fantastic. Yes. I mean, uh, I'm forever grateful for the relief of the bondage of self. It's been, uh, yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Anu. Um, and Mary reminded me, Randall, did you want to ask more about your question? Ask more about your question. Well, I had replied to it, uh, and then Mary, I it got redirected. Um, and oh, said, yeah. There we go. Yeah, hi. Hey, Paul. Hey. Oh, I was just... I noticed in some circles, like, you know, the radical non-dualist, you know, like, it's all they talk about is like, there's no self, there's no self, there's no one there. And I, like, <clears throat> like I don't know what their experience is, but I know that for me, there's, there's still this, you know, the action figure, the mental state that kind of pops up and, you know, has something to say about something and, you know, I, I know that it's not me, but sometimes it's useful. Sometimes it's not, you know, I guess I, it's like, I don't want to pretend like, you know, like, oh, now I'm an action figure, you know, on a quest to not have an action figure. <laughs> you know, doesn't seem very practical. I mean, is it, there's, it must have some utility to, to have this sense of a, a self in the world, you know, is it really, it only arises in, in relationship to the world and to, you know, when I have thoughts and I remember things. And so I was wondering if you could speak to that. Does that make well, sense? first of all, the, uh, there is a, it's like, there is no self to begin with. It wasn't like there was a self and then now there is no self. There is no self. So it's sort of like, first there is no mountain, then there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, and then there is a mountain again, yeah? So this is what happens. There's a feeling, yeah, there's a mountain, and then no mountain, and there's a mountain. But the one that's before all of them is there's no mountain, yeah? But in appearance, there's a mountain. And then, then in appearance, it can appear to be not a mountain only to appear to be a mountain again. Yeah, that's what happens in the dreaming. Yeah. But the fact is, is there is no mountain. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I don't see any argument with, uh, with it all, tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, uh, yeah, whatever. I think the action figure, uh, is the ride. Yeah. And then we're in a, we're in a, like a house of horror an amusement park, all these, uh, contracting, expanding events, but, and they all seem like rides, but we are the ride. So for you to be at the at the ride and say that you're not the ride, to me, 
is just the ride talking. <laughs> so, so I'll never remember that, but I like I like hearing that. <laughs> I won't remember it either. But yeah, I don't know. I I try not to say that you know. When I say there is no self, I mean, you know, foundationally. I'm not talking about there's no self here. I'm saying there's no self, foundationally, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's a different thing. I don't think I've uh, reached any great heights where there's no self. I think there's, that's the fact. There is no long-lasting, independent, separate thing. There sure is an appearance of it, but there is none, yeah? But I don't believe I, I was a self and now I'm not a self. I don't see that, no. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's good to know my name when my girlfriend calls me for dinner. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. I've been reading uh, Bankai. Bankai? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Old oh, old Zen. I love that. I love it. The unborn? Yes, the unborn yeah. Buddha mind, yeah. 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 The unborn is a very cool yeah, he uh from what I read about him, he was just going around to farmers and shit because their head back then was making a difference, which is they thought they have to be monks to have any possibility of recognizing the inherent awakeness. So they made up a story and it was being fed and he walked around trying to negate that little idea. Yeah, by saying, well, we're all the unborn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. That was his realization. All things are perfectly resolved in the unborn. Yes, and see, the old Zen of China, uh, great, Chan, C-H-A-N, I think there was more prevalent of people just being awake to being awake. There wasn't a big, uh, this huge thing hadn't, hadn't gotten so much traction, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people were walking around, just sort of, you know, walking around. It wasn't like a big deal. When I ran into this in the... This uh, Tibetan guy in uh, Nepal, this uh, Tibetan whatever priest or something, Lama, he told me they don't have a word self in Tibet. They don't. They don't have a word of for self in Tibet, and that uh, he couldn't believe how much uh, how much relative mind was being expressed by the Westerners. He would just say, you know, you get up, you make your tea, take a shit, cook some rice. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. going on? That's it. Yeah. That's what's interesting to me when people debate this idea of free will. Like, that it would only occur to someone who thinks they're a separate individual. It's like a very Western idea. And it's just like I like what you said earlier about it. It's like it's useful as in as much as it points back to who's asking the question. Which, yes, well, I think it's beautiful. Like with Ramana said, the basis of the idea of free will is based on being an individual. 
So he says, as long as there's individuality, there's going to be a feeling of free will. That's why we always say, hey, listen, it's, it's, it's crazy to spend a lot of time trying to convince the dreamt it's not the dreamt. Yeah, just see the dreamt from the dreaming. Yeah, see, see what you're not from what you are. It's much clearer. Trying to bang away at what you're not to get what you are is ridiculous to me. Yeah, so I feel we, like a, a we hold way. the exact same space, yes? The appearance and what we are hold the exact same space, but we don't hold the exact same time, yeah? What we are is timeless, and then what we're not is of time, yeah? Yeah. Exactly. So, so the thing is, to try to convince that that which is of time, that it's the timeless, is ridiculous. Because it's going to think it's going to take time to arrive there. Because it's of time. You see? Sure. Of time. It's All of its knowing or understanding and thinking is drenched in time. That's why you don't waste any time trying to convince the dreamt that it's yeah. the dreaming. You talk to the dreaming about the dreamt. Yeah. And then the dreamt is better off for it. Yeah. But it's so beautiful because it it reflecting on being better off for it, it sees it had no role in it. Yeah. That something had done and is doing for it what it couldn't do for itself. It's a beautiful state of humility for the action figure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Randall. Anybody else want to raise their hand? I want to riff a little, Mike, on this thing because it's, it has an important direction. We're not talking to you about this. We're talking through you. Yeah? We're not, we don't want, I don't want to hear the, the ball in the mitt. I want to hear it, the ball just going screaming by. That's the message. The message is to what you are about what you're not, not what you're not about what you're not. Yeah? What you are about what you're not. Yeah? If I keep, you don't want to waste time talking to what you're not about not being what you are. It doesn't go anywhere, I'm, I swear. I've seen it. I've sat, I've sat in rooms with it. Yeah? It doesn't work because what gets reinforced when the lion, taking itself to be a sheep, keeps hearing about being a lion, it gets translated by the sheep programming, unbeknownst, or the lion is unaware of it, and it gets translated into I, as a.k.a. the sheep, can become like a lion. That's not the message. Yeah? That's not the message. The message is you are what you're looking for. Not you are what you're looking for in the future if you go through 50 pages of requirements. No. Right now, you are what you're looking for. Yeah? Yeah? Obviously, you're not that which is looking for it, but you are what you're looking for. Beautiful. Yes? It's very clean, very swift. Doesn't take any time. That's always the quality of what we are when it demonstrates here. It doesn't take any time. Yes?
It's not approached by thought and effort. Yeah? It usually surprises somebody. Yeah? It's like the thief in the night, so to speak. Yes, It comes like the thief in the night. While you're looking for it, it's out of view. When you f finally realize you can't find what you already are, something is obvious. Yes? But when you're looking for it, it's f you're blind to it. Why is that? Because you are what you're looking for. That's why. Yeah? Looking for a pair of pants wouldn't blind you to the pair of pants. You'd be in the store, you'd be looking for a pair of pants, and you'd probably see a pair of pants. It would work. But you can't apply that same modality to what you are. Yeah? You can't use what you are to look for what you are. Yeah? This is why it's so important to be clear about the topic of the message and where you're at. Non-duality is assuming that you are what you're looking for, that you are, the seeker is actually the sought, yeah? That's its understanding, or it's, that's its premise. If there's confusion about that premise, uh, just shop at other stores, and then inevitably they'll fail you, that's how they serve you, and you'll end up here, and now you'll be clear, yeah, I want to get a haircut. That's why I'm in the barbershop. Because <laughs> no one here is going to try to convince you, you need a haircut, you should get the haircut. I don't care if you get a haircut or not. I don't. But so, you know. <laughs> oh, I had another thing that might be interesting to explore. That the idea that I, if I'm a, become the action figure, and I, I, and just thinking about something, it's like one or two removes away from. You know that the unborn Buddha mind, as Bankate puts it, and so I can't actually, when I'm in that state of thinking or remembering, or you know, there's no awareness of you know what I am. It's like they can't both exist at the same time. It's either one or the other. It's, it, that's what it, my experience has been, but. Well, the thing is, the uh, all the while there's awareness in all of that, yeah, yeah, because it's more like a field. It's not like a, a spotlight. It's like a diffused light. Yes. So inherently, there's always awareness, and then there's thoughts that may appear in that awareness, but they're not in in uh, conflict with the awareness. It's just attention and interest is in the habit of going to the thoughts, yeah? And then there's a belief that gets reinforced is that if I'm involved in the thoughts, I can't be involved in the awareness, which isn't true. First of all, because you're not involved in the awareness, you are the awareness, yeah? So the awareness is aware, as, as aware as it ever is gonna be, thought or no thought, yeah? Because it's not something, I'm not a, a I'm not a position that's affected by other positionings, yeah? 
of space, so to speak. And so you just lose interest in all of these subtle uh, distances and time that are made by the head. And you, and you don't hold them to be true anymore. And then the obvious is completely obvious, yeah? That nothing's ever really happened. Nothing that I do as an action figure leaves any kind of mark on what I am. And basically, you know... <laughs> it's much ado about nothing, so to speak, like in Shakespeare. <laughs> So you just travel lighter, that's all, as an action figure, knowing quite clearly that it has nothing to do with it, yeah? I'm just an expression of something, and that expression that I'm an expression of is bringing a lightness to this experience where I was trying to get lightness in all my experiences. Now something's bringing lightness into the event. I'm not trying to find the lightness in the event, yeah? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's only here where this stuff has value, where it can seem not to be noticed, yeah? There's no value in awareness of awareness, is there? No. There's a value of awareness where there doesn't seem to be much awareness. That's when it's valuable. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something I noticed. I just heard someone said, be aware of being aware. And I tried to do that. It just gave me, <laughs> gave me a fucking headache. I was like, ah, it hurts. Yeah, just be aware. Well, that's the, yeah. the funny thing is, some statements, you know, they, can, they have different meanings to who's ever hearing them. Sometimes when you hear, be aware, it sounds like an order. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, how can I be aware? And then, but then when you hear be aware, well, be is a natural, uh, doesn't demonstrate any thought and effort, and being is of awareness. So, yeah, be aware is cool, yeah. But it's, you gotta, uh, I really like sticking to the negation. Uh, I don't like, it gets, I've sat at, and uh, when I was uh, early on, I remember I would sit with in. Oh, no, I, sh I won't go there. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I would go to a group where I was hanging out most of the time when I wasn't sharing. But then I felt like obligated. I should go in and listen to the other people. So I went in and I heard a guy and he started off really beautiful. But then. Uh, the sense of being the doer that who who is going to do themselves into an awakening showed up, and uh, it was like he was hanging himself every ten minutes, and uh, and he was strung up longer each time, and I felt almost embarrassed for the thing, yeah, <laughs> because you don't want to. As soon as you try to describe what you are to what you're not, it triggers a movement. Yes. It triggers like a call to arms. Even if it's subtle, it's a call to arms. That which feels it's a doer 
is going to try to do itself into that. Yeah, you can feel it. But by negating and just taking the floor out from the mental head, you leave it, it's, it keeps falling, yeah? There's a pause there, and something is incredibly noticed because when the head stops, something is there, which is us, yeah? The head stops. You can frustrate it to a point where it'll stop, and you're there. It's so beautiful, really. So... I like calling it dog shit awareness. Keep it simple. Yeah. I feel like we're all awake. Yet here in the dreaming, we can, we can seem not to be awake or we can seem to be awake. But the fact is, it's just awakeness. Yeah. But here, awakeness can seem to be asleep to that fact or it can seem to be awake to that fact. But the fact is a fact is a fact. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, bro. Nice to see you. Good to see you. Ready for the next? We have yes. Keith from the City of Trees. Oh, Keith. Hey there, Paul. I wanted to share something about, uh, as I've been hanging out in this world with you and, and others in person for quite a while, as you know. And uh, it's really struck in part, it's because I have moved, you know, come to a new place, which really opens up eyes to seeing in a new way. And I have be, uh, become aware of what I think you've described, and it makes sense to me to describe as a kind of availability that was not there before. And it manifested recently, it manifests in all kinds of ways, but I have some friends who are who are interested in non-duality and I've had conversations and been part of a certain groups and including one zoom group that I'm involved with. I think I've mentioned it to you in the past. Uh, um, uh, this is a discussion of the various teachings of Dzogchen and Advaita. So there's a friend I have there who has recently come to the conclusion, but let, let me just share a little bit of a backdrop. She as a child had a serious trauma, a violation of trust with her family, at a very major way. She pushed it down for a very long time, got into non-duality, and which she sees as a path in all the ways that you would say, no, 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 it's not a path, it's a fact. But in any case, she recently disclosed, and we followed up the two of us in a conversation. She said, I have come to realize that I have this limitation, this obstacle, my trauma, that I've been working really hard on, my EMDR, using EMDR work and so forth. Trauma, good, she's doing good trauma work and she's making progress from all signs. And then she lets slip this interesting disclosure. She said, I think this non-dual path is probably going to be elusive for me for a long time. Hmm. Yes. Not going to, I'm not going to get it. So here's the part where I come in. Now, maybe six months ago or more, I would have given her the message like she had come to your group for the message, but she hadn't come to your group for the message. She so the impulse, I was aware, the impulse was there was a time when I would have said, don't you see, you're not that, you know, and I didn't do that because that would not have been helpful. I'm, you know, you, you so often talk about 
how important is how the message is heard, right? Well, you know, is it heard by us, uh, by who you're not? Well, if it's heard by who you're not, it will get the idea that I can become non-duality. Okay, so likewise, it's important how you share. And I realized she had not asked me to tell her what she was not. She didn't <laughs> ask me to negate. She didn't ask me to negate. She's, she wanted some support for this non-dual path is going to be elusive for her. And so I can't say I did this. But here's what, I, what got said to her. What got said to her was it's a, something very much like, well, it sounds like you're exactly in the right place. Stay on the operating table. I didn't use that phrase. But I said, you know, it sounds like you've, you've got some clarity about where you are. And just be with that. You've made so much, done so much. That be especially good to that little girl who was so badly treated. And her, ear, her eyes filled with tears. And she said, thank you for hearing that. And she, I said, I'm not giving up the non-dual path, which I would thought was very poignant. <laughs> she, she said she might go back to seeking again, seeking to find it. And I, you know, that'll be a later kind. Con- Maybe someday she'll disclose that she might be open to hearing this kind of what you call the clean version. But she didn't ask that. And she had a healing moment and I had a healing moment. And my healing moment was not correcting her. She didn't come to your meeting through me. That was the key. She yeah. didn't ask me for it. So I'm just, you know, you, you, you know what I'm getting at. It's just, that's just, it was, a, it was, a, it was, I saw her process and I saw my process. And the, the challenge with this, and it's not a challenge really, it's just an opportunity. Share this with some sense of how it can be heard by who you share it with. And, and genuinely to be available to someone means to meet them where they are and be open to where they are. And that's what seemed to have happened here. So I guess what I'm describing is enough of this has landed here that there's an availability uh, to another human being occasionally. And there's also, guess what? Whole lot of interest in other things than non-duality. I mean, I just really don't have much interest in going to YouTube. Who's new? No, I might want to go see what the new music is. Is there a new version of, uh, you know, uh, some jazz musician, I like, et cetera. Anyway, that's just what I want to share. It's, it's, it's a happy realization, a good moment of connection that I think you probably understand what I'm, where I'm coming from. Yes, it's nice to hear from you, Keith. Yeah. 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 They need you in Boise. Well, I don't, yeah, I, I feel great about being here. But, you know, by the way, all the jokes aside about how, quote, right wing it is here, it's a very conservative state, but actually Boise is about 50-50. Uh, it's a purple uh, purple city. People, a lot of people don't realize this, but um, in, I, I checked the t- t- 2020 election. Trump won by 50% to 46%. That's not a bad showing. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, sort of, uh, there's a lot of open energy here in Boise, not much non, on the non-duality scene. And that's fine with me. I'm not looking for, uh, I'm looking more for ways just to be of use, you know, to be helpful to another human being around from these ideas, not, not coming, 
not coming at two people, at people with the ideas, unless someone says, you know, give it to me straight. My friend didn't say, give it to me straight. She didn't say, where am I? Where am I off? She didn't open an invitation to, 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 to share with her about what you are or what you aren't. No, no. Yeah. She wanted validation that it was okay to stop, uh, that she might not be successful in getting to non-duality. That didn't tell me she needed to be told, you are non-duality. No, not that day. That wasn't what she was asking. It wouldn't have been helpful. It would have been rude. It would have been bad manners, frankly. <laughs> well, Keith, you know, we have, uh, we have the summer session that you and I think you're going to partner up with Mike and you guys got to go door to door. I'm ready. The door, bringing the good news. <laughs> Escape to everywhere on having never the left. Door <laughs> it, oh, no, actually, I do feel ready. <laughs> it's the doorless door, like the oh, gateless yeah. gate. Yeah. No, but you're going to be going through a gate and knocking on a door. <laughs> uh, that's good good to see you Keith. let me quickly share one more thing i have yeah. a good friend i have a lot of good friends and she recently told me one of my friends said i had a really bad dream i've been having really bad dreams so my first response i wasn't even thinking of the message or anything like that, but i said well just notice right out of the box how you've labeled that. I mean, you know, put it in a category. And she kind of tilted her head. And she said, it was really a bad dream, Keith. And I realized she was right. I had tried to correct her from a place of, well, it wasn't really bad. That's a story you tell about it and it keeps you from being present. No, no. So I said, tell me about your dream. And she told me about her dream. And guess what? It was really bad. It would be scary as hell. So I said, that was really bad. <laughs> and you know what she said? She said, and I really rushed to categorize it. So we had changed positions in like five minutes. I had tried to help her see that she should see that there's no such thing as good and bad in a dream. And she was just telling herself a story. She said, let me tell you about my bad dream. I said, you're right. That's a fucking bad dream. And she said, yeah. And look how limited I, I, I made myself by categorizing. Uh, well, there's a complete transaction. <laughs> Boy, hey, uh, Keith, you better play it small in Boise. You don't want to be run out of town. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keeping, yeah, I'm keeping, I'm keeping the references. wearing those Zen bitch slap shirts, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am wearing, I'm, I'm keeping my, my uh, when I wear one, I keep my uh, Patagonia jacket. Yeah, put, uh, put your like holster right on it. Yeah, your gun holster. <laughs> okay, man. All right, good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you too. Thanks, Keith, for your availability. Well, come back, Keith, too, and visit. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. I'll come back in person. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Not Zoom. I mean, come to the Marin. Yeah. Yeah, I sure will. All right. All right, Mike. Yes, anyone? Anybody else want to raise their hand? All clear. Oh.
Hold on. I'm going to bring my thing up. Uh, John Luna just raised his hand. Oh. Just in time. <laughs> John Luna. All right. Hey, Paul. I just want to ask oh, a quick question. Nice to hear from you, John. Good, man. How you doing? Good, good, to, good to listen to you tonight. I just want to ask a real, it sounds like a real basic question. And uh, not to s- seem like a, a beginner here, but uh, how do you know, where is the knowing in whether you're hearing a message or or even listening or, or experiencing life from what you're not or from what you are? Like, so you're talking, I'm listening. What sort of is the distinct, what is the felt sort of sense that whether or not I'm hearing it from what I'm not or from what I am? Well, the the felt sense won't be in the head. Okay. I would say I call it, some people call it the heart. I like the gut better. So you'll feel, you'll feel about it from somewhere other than the head. Meaning the thoughts, it won't engage more thought. Well, the the thoughts will be overridden. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sort of like when you, uh, sometimes you're sitting and the silence is deafening, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's thoughts and people are talking and stuff, but there's a silence at this, uh, the contextual and, uh, you're going to have to rely on something sometime. Yeah. Right. In other words, when I, I remember I was, I was at a talk and I felt it in my gut and uh, it was like an unspoken yes. And uh, I had faith in it really. Well, so, I did, so, it faith in it, and it's reverberated ever since. So, yeah. It's just interesting because it was I had a couple of different experiences listening to you, and one was uh, one of the first times, and it didn't feel like anything. I I, I almost felt like I didn't understand. Uh, you know, it, your your way of speaking to is, you know, you have to kind of uh, sync up with it. And but 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 the next day there was just a huge opening and understanding. And then there was another time, um, Elango was question you and I really kind of enjoy when he he comes on question because he's you know he's very persistent and then you rose up in intensity to a level which was you know totally uh joyful but still it was a there was such I don't know it felt like so purposeful and then I just it just drove it home for me so strong and my whole head just opened up again and so there was, it was like two very different experiences, but they led to the same thing. And one was a sort of sitting there sort of not seeming to understand. And the other one was just it coming home so clear. And I just, you know, I, I don't know. So when you say, you know, hearing it from what you're not, I'm just, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to get an idea. of. What... Well, I think you already have the idea and then you'll become familiar with the recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other words, what you described, there'll be more of those. And then there'll be something that will, the collection of those will bring about a recognition. Yeah. 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 And then you have, uh, you have a touchstone and then that touchstone over time verifies itself. 
Yeah. So now you you have a gut and you can follow it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, see with the head, and when you've relied on the head, uh, real reliance on the head produces a lot of anxiety. You see, it doesn't produce an ease and comfort. It produces the opposite, because it's not. It's a failed system. But when you start, like putting your money on on that, like that roulette that roulette number, and uh, you win, yeah. And then it's something grows that can't grow uh, in the mental state. Yeah, uh, being convinced doesn't happen in the mental state. It yeah, that's interesting. yeah, because the mind gets excited and then wants to really talk about it. And and to myself, even just you know, because it's just so there's a feeling of liberation and joy and then there's a lot of talk about it instead of they're just you know i i think it'll come but with the sort of calming down but instead of just like free falling into it you know it's well, sort it's of a, you're not missing anything the yeah. instead is part of it also and then there's growing into other uh uh other dance steps with it yes so it's not one is it against the other. So there's an excitement, something hits you, and then your head goes off. Yeah, far out. And then you learn, well, wait a minute, that's not really working that well. And so now you don't say much. Yeah, but how did you get to that point of not saying much? You learn uh, by saying a lot. Yeah, so you right, just, right. everything yeah. has its value because of us. And so when you're, uh, see, when you're going a certain way, you see no value in anything. When you're going another way, you see value in everything. Yeah. So yeah. this is what happens. So I find, you know, what did the Course in Miracles, if you know it or not, uh, say, you know, your greatest successes were your greatest failures and your greatest failures were your greatest successes. They're just trying to screw with that mental logic because it's the mental logic that's uh, causing the static. It's trying to clear up static, but it's the cause of the static, yeah? So then there's a loss of interest in that. And let's say you gain interest in your gut and now you have, there's intuitive thoughts and things like that and you notice them. They're not like forgotten in a second. And you're now getting used to being weaned off an old system as the action figure and being directed by a new system yeah so yeah there's uh when there's not a distinction between old and new and they're mixed up there can be confusion but that confusion gets uh cleared up over time yeah 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 it makes a lot of sense yeah it's almost like here you've been in a gravitational field and then all you could from that field of being uh engaged with the mental state all you could have was concepts of other things that you make be, right? You could only use the mental state to try to understand things outside the mental state. That's how crazy it is, yeah? And then suddenly something is heard and there's a movement and something attracts you and you're moved out of that gravitational pull and you're now being pulled by some other gravity, let's say the infinite or whatever, or the mindless mind or whatever. Yes. And so it's not a clear 
in this dreaming, in the experience of being Paul through time, it's not usually a clear cut. So there's a little of this still trying to pull you back, and then you're being pulled this way, yeah? But you have, there's a conviction you're on the winning side. So the fear that would, with the anxiety that would quadruple when you felt you were going back doesn't because you know you're not, yeah? You have a power now, you're not going back, yeah? It's done, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, just to go through a, ending of a relationship and, and and not feel like it's uh for the first time i just be like you know what I, I i don't need to control this aspect of my life and that's a first for me in my whole adult life because i've always that's always been one area where i just always had to you know it, it, yes it, i couldn't let go of that control it had to well you know what's really cool john though you're not that that has a need to want to control because right, right, right. Because if you're expecting that to not control, that's uh, that yeah. doesn't work. Just see you're not that, yeah, yeah, that wants to control, and then you'll see you'll see its attempts to control not from it. You'll see it, yeah, right. And then if you're in recovery, uh, and I, I, I'm sorry for the people not in recovery you would bring that stuff up to six through six and seven. You recognize this stuff of wanting to control and you ask that power you're now becoming intimate with, which is us. Yeah. But let's call it a higher power or the beloved. And you ask that power to reconfigure it. And then, so yeah, in other words, you're doing, even though the sailboat is like automatically sailing you play the role of a mate, you know, you're pulling up the rope and shit like that. Right. Yeah, there's no harm yeah. in that. Really. So it gives yeah. you something to do while you're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like the best thing when I, with this sort of the idea of self-inquiry, is just not to say, all right, I'm going to get over it, but admit I can't get over it. That that works better from my experience with recovery. Well, I you told me that. You, you, get you, did, you, did, you told me that a couple of weeks ago, and it, it just sort of, you know, it, I'm just allowing, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to say yeah. it's just, there's just a, you know, if I feel it, there's just, again, it's, it's just a feeling, it's feeling arising, things are rising, and, you know, that's, the, the involvement is less. I'll just say that, you know, it's not that right. they're not well, arising. This is, this is how, when you're looking through the lens of time and differences and comparison, when you see you're traveling lighter, you're onto something, you know, yeah. and then you start intimating there's a different regime running the show. Right. Hallelujah. Right. Yeah. Well, pre- I'm happy to see it happening with you, John. Yeah. yeah I appreciate it. You know, it's just weird when things, you know, like in the in the phenomenal, where you know they don't they don't seem to be going well, but at the same time, I feel like I'm okay, and there's, a, there's an okayness about things. It's interesting. You know, it's sort of, yeah, and that okayness is reliable because it's not an assumed fact or a, a condition brought about by circumstances and situations. It's an okayness coming from us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is the best thing. Yeah. It is, because it doesn't. It doesn't need any maintenance or vigilance or anything. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to fucking jump through hoops to uh, to acquire its its good graces. It's readily available. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's awesome to me. 
That's where the rest is. Now the rest is, uh, is, you know, all the weight that the mental state puts on itself as us and the, and the demands that come from there is just uh, slavery to me, complete slavery. Yeah. You know, and at this point, my, uh, that, 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 that uh, I think the action figure in its life and all its tra travels and travails, it's just exhausted. I, I, can't, I can't really operate well from that place anymore. It's just not, it, it's like a broken down machine. So, yeah. Well, that's what, a, that's what the value of a failed system is to show you it's failed. There you yeah. go. Thank yeah. God there's something else for something bigger. Yeah. yeah, something will find you, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Paul. yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, John. You want to try the bell again? The gong? <laughs> uh, it didn't go well the last time. I only got one hit out. So, oh, wait. Any other questions? No, no, no. Yeah. See, sometimes we're speaking about, you know, one thing, and then we're sharing about the effects as expressed by the action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Because in a way, uh... <laughs> I love doing it, tell you the truth. Yeah. I got, I got a, I got one foot in this and one foot in recovery. And uh, I love, I'm not one to sort of boo-hoo uh, the realm of the action figure because I know what's dreaming it. And so the dreaming can seem as real as real can be. And uh, I have a, yeah, so and I look at the action figure almost like a litmus test. I can see that something has happened by watching its effects. Yeah. And, uh, and the beauty of it is seeing that it had nothing to do with any of it, which is awesome. Completely awesome. Yeah. All right. Anyone else question? Uh, still no. Well, let's, uh, maybe we'll end then. Let me say hello. I'm so happy to see everyone. It's very nice. Thank you for uh, attending these Zooms. It wouldn't be the same without you, really, each and every one of us. So let's say hello to Mike. Uh, the, the first three are pretty, oh, the first five, actually the first seven, actually the first 30, they're all murderers row. So there's Mike. Nice to see you, Mike. Thank you. I hope, Dimitri, the sound was good and everything. Hey, Kerry, fantastic. I've been, it's, uh, yeah. I get the joy of, like, being a horticulturist. I can see the growth of the, the plants. Thank God for Zoom, Paul. That's all I can say, man. Without Zoom, you know what I mean? I could watch yeah. you on YouTube, but this is so much cooler. So I really appreciate it. Thank okay. you. Well, some, one day we'll have a live meeting, I would I know. say. Yeah, For yeah. real, yeah. That would be Thank good. You. Thank you. And there's Judith. Judith. Judith is... Uh... <laughs> well, I'll just keep it at, at Judith. Nice to see you, Judith. Good to see you, Paul. Thank you so much. That's yes. beautiful.
Yes. Yeah. And we got my friend Vlad. Vlad from Siberia. Thank you, Tom. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Anytime. Anytime, Vlad. Anytime. Linda, nice to see you there. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. And uh, we got John K. There he is. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. It's good to see you, John. Yes. Yeah. Tommy. Tommy's all I see is a screen. That's pretty cool. Elliot, nice to see you, Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me see. We got Sanda. Sanda. Are you still in India, Sanda? Yes, I'm still in India, and uh, we had a lot of rain this morning. Yesterday was Mahasamadhi day of Ramana Maharishi. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, I'm here. Uh, yeah. Yes, you are. Because you're here and Brahmi's here, we get to feel like we're here, which is pretty nice. So you're doing a great service for this Zoom meeting. Well, you are. You don't need to know it, but you are. Yes. Thank you. And it's always a pleasure to see you. Yeah. You are a trip, Sandra. Yeah. We got uh, Christian. Nice to see you, Christian. Thank you for setting off the talk with your uh, astute questions. Very good. We got Suzanne, the uh, our matriarch of the Course of Miracles. Nice to see you, Suzanne. Yeah. We got JP from Vietnam, looking a lot uh, more relaxed. It's very nice to see him. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. We got Brandon, one of our musicians in residence at Zen Bitslap. Always yeah, a pleasure. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. You're welcome, my friend. Thank you for your attendance and music. Mary, Mary G. Nice to see you, Mary. Hi, Paul. Thanks, thanks, thanks. And thanks to Mike, as always. Yes, thank you. Johannes, always good to see you, my friend. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. George from The Void. Yes, always good to see you, George. Yes, thank you. You're welcome, man. Thank you so much, really. Yeah. And we got my old friend, a very young lady, but an old friend, Susanna W. Nice to see you, Susanna. Yeah. And now we got Brahmi, the other foundational uh, plank of our India contingency. Yes. Nice to see you, Brahmi. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. Nice colors in that room. A little bright. Yeah, it's very yellow. Yeah, yeah. Very yellow. <laughs> I'll see you, Bobby. See you, Paul. Oh, we got Z, my favorite man at the lagoon. Nice to see you, Zlatko. Yeah, see you tomorrow. We got Chad. Chad's nice to see you, Chad. Yes. Yeah, I'm having no, nice to see you. Oh, one of my favorite people, Stacy from LA. Stacy and I, yes. 
she came up. Didn't you come up from Los Angeles? Remember that time? Yeah, fantastic. What? I saw you. I came to Philly. Yeah, Philly. Yes. Oh, that was great. Always good. I'll be seeing you soon. I'll let you know when we're coming down. Yeah. I think I'm going to do a live thing two weeks from now in Grass Valley. I got to tell uh, Gary from the corner. Uh, yeah, in an outdoor place. Yeah. We'll let you know on the website here. Stefan, on having never left. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Yes. Keith, nice to see you, Keith. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Anu, always a pleasure, Anu. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope, you can, I hope I can keep seeing you, Anu. It's nice. Hey, I'm from India, too, so I'll be the third person in India, at least for now. Oh, you're in India now? Yes, I'm from uh, the area, but uh, currently in India, yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we got, now it's Anu, Brahmi, and uh, Sandra. Yeah, that's great. The more the merrier. And we have Raj. Raj is here. Oh, Taj. Taj? Yeah, hi, Paul. Nice to see you, Taj. Nice to see you. Uh, I got to read these things. We got Ultra <laughs> Chris. Ultra Light Chris. Yes. Very, very good. Alan, thank you for the money, I think, Alan. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to spend it unwisely, I think. If I can. We got uh, we got Paulette. Paulette, nice to see you, Paulette. Nice is this your you first are. time here? No, second. You, you've been coming the second time. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Nice to meet you, Paulette. You too. Yeah. Oh, you got David W. I like that message, David. Thanks a lot. Very nice. Yes. That's one of the points of all this. Yeah. Yeah. We got there's Keith again. And then we have, wow, Anne has a nice picture. And we got, uh, oh, we got Deb M. Nice to see you, Deb. Thomas T. Mike C. Bernard. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, tonight. Oh, uh, we got, I forgot, I forgot Robert French, missed him. Uh, yeah, can't miss Robert. Nice to see you, Robert. Thank you. And uh, everyone else. And if I miss you, uh, yeah, just uh, forgive me. All right, I'll see everybody. I'll see you, you tomorrow all. for the recovery and Saturday for, uh, for non-duality. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you everybody.